The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is... Thursday, October the 28th. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we have a terribly interesting show for you today. It's chaos out there on the SERPs. It's chaos, my friends. Google has introduced a a new way of ranking SERPs uh, based on Google Places, a very local heavy um, very local heavy outcome when when you do a search for just about anything. Um, for SEOs, it's going to cause us to totally change the way we look at the way we do business, the way our clients look at us, and the way that searchers look for our clients. And um, we're going to have on uh, at SEO Aware, Melissa Fox. She'll be coming on at about quarter after the hour to talk about how Google SERPs, you know, the new Google SERPs affect her as an SEO and her business. But in the meantime, Dave Davies up there in Victoria, B.C., how you doing, brother? I am doing fantastic. You know what? I, I walked into a little present on my desk of some sea salt and dark chocolate, chocolate bars, and some warm coffee. So, you know, you, you, your day when it starts out like that, you, you just know you're doing good. Um, then, of course, there's that whole, you know, Google's causing chaos and clients are emailing me going, hey, we're ranking better. Or, hey, we've disappeared. And me going, yeah, that's because of where you are. <laughs> Um, And I'm sure SEOs all over the world are going to be dealing with this exact same situation right now where, um, you know, I was emailing a client going, you were number two, now you've you've fallen to number three. Coincidentally, you left our services a couple months ago, so I'm just letting you know. Uh, And then they're emailing back going, actually, we're number one, only in your own city, (laughs) not not to the rest. Um, I did find something interesting about that, though, is, um, and, and a little tidbit for people out there, the only differentiator, their site itself isn't actually a local site. Their phrase isn't actually a local phrase, but they are their own hosting provider. Their site is hosted in their city, um, and the, the, the results are different for them than for me, even though the, the phrase itself is generic and has nothing to do with their region. Okay, well, you know, there's a quick point that we're going to want to touch on later on. Um, I came across a number of articles about the changes, uh, one by Jeff Quip from Search Engine People, another by Ross Dunn from Stepforth. Uh, the one that we're going to be talking about uh, today um, at SEO Aware from Melissa Falk, and yet another one up at Search Engine Watch, uh, written by uh, John Shepke. Um all of these articles touching on uh, points of advice for SEOs in dealing with the new local heavy Google search engine results, um, and as I said earlier, it's it's going to be very interesting. And to you know to, to to touch on your point, Dave, it is definitely Client Appreciation Day today, tomorrow, and probably Monday too, as you know we struggle to explain to our clients exactly what's going on in the. Uh, 
in the search results. Indeed. Indeed. Um, anyway, you know, I'm just going to touch on before, because we're, we're going to spend a lot of time today um, talking about just that point. So do you mind if I go off on, on a tangent for just a second? I'll go uh, for it. We love tangents around here. Yeah, it, it got said to me, you had sent me some links earlier of some interesting stuff you had found on Google Places. Um, and, and, and more localized results. And the one that, that grabbed my attention as really interesting um, was the one from Search Engine Watch. But it wasn't actually, well, the article itself is interesting enough, but that wasn't what interested me. I was wondering, we, we put a lot of tracking into, into place as SEOs, um, as marketers. We, we have endless series of tracking set up, and we're monitoring, and how's my traffic coming from this? How's my traffic coming from that? Um, but because you did a, a copy and paste, when I click through to the search engine watch URL, the very last parameter, medium equals Twitter. And I find that interesting because that was not the medium that I used. Um, and so just, just a, a, an interesting example of how our, our statistics, almost the more we try and fine-tune our statistics, we can actually start to cause ourselves problems. <laughs> By I would have appeared to have come from Twitter, but in fact I didn't. And if you copied that into, say, your Facebook profile and a bunch of people clicked through, you know, they actually came from Facebook, well, but this, this medium is going to be Twitter. Well, there you go, Jonathan. If you're listening um, on your little scorecard, notch one off of Twitter and one on to uh, uh, Microsoft what? Instant Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you, did you see the background at Search Engine Watch? The new background they have that's like totally Bing and Yahoo heavy? Yeah, I sure have. Um, oh my goodness! I got you know what? I've got to tease them about this, guys. Fix your background. It's made by window explode and expand, and it just looks kind of silly. Yeah, I don't really understand it. I mean, you know, I'm sure they're major sponsors, but um, yeah. Anyways, uh, it, it sort of Hi, draws away. I mean, a a fantastic resource. You know it. I know it. It was one of the, the very first. Um, but it sort of lends to this, how unbiased are we really kind of approach as soon as you land there. Like, I know if I was a new visitor going to that site, just brand new, getting my, my feet wet in, in SEO, um, I would land at that site and not knowing their history, kind of look and go, oh, well, I, I wanted to know about Google. <laughs> and off you go. I mean, you, you would feel you're obviously going to get a bias um, in, in the reporting. Um, that you're going to get from there. So I don't know if it's going to really play well for them. Well, uh, and, you know, clearly if you become a major sponsor of Search Engine Watch, you've just bought yourself 70 to 80 pixels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, here at Search Engine Watch, sponsor us, we will give you lots of pixels. Tons of them, in fact. And you know what? I guess on the safe side, fair enough. <laughs> they're, they're not in, in the business... Really, their business isn't to provide us information. That's the vehicle for their business, right? It's like Google. They provide organic results. It's not because they care about them. That's not their business. But um, that's the vehicle by which they make their money. And similarly, I mean, I'm sure they're being paid a, a fair penny for those pixels that they've, they've lent out. But I don't know if it was the wisest decision, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know what? Uh, just, just for the record, uh, Jonathan, Mike, Frank, um, uh, uh, Matt, we love you. We wouldn't tease you if we didn't love you. <laughs> nice page, guys. <laughs> um, hey, you know, moving right along. Speaking of Bing and Yahoo, the integration is finally complete. Um, yeah. In Canada and the United States, uh, Bing and Yahoo are now essentially the same search tool. 
And there's still that great question out there, what's going to happen with um, tools that are, that are powered by the uh, Yahoo API? I saw Vanessa Fox address that um, more as a question um, than, than uh, posts that, that provided answers over at, uh, over at a 9 by blue. But the, the, the qu question is out there. And if anybody from either Yahoo or Bing um, wants to answer this, folks, how much chaos are we going to see in our, in our um, link tools? How much chaos are we going to see in our ranking tools? Um, what's up, friends? Where's the info coming from? Well, and, and you know, I mean, that is a fantastic question. I mean, I know myself included and, and many, many SEOs who rely on these tools. I mean, if nothing else, um, you know, Yahoo's backlink tool, which, you know, I mean, provides us more detail and more information than, you know, certainly more than Google um, and more than, than, than any of the other engines. And so, yeah, if they all of a sudden decide, oh, no, we're not going not gonna to be supporting that anymore. Um, and, you know, we'll all survive because it's going to hit us all equally. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it would certainly be a nuisance, and we'd certainly have a lot less, lot less information to go on. Same time, could I really blame them? Because I don't know. That's not really why, why do they want to help us? <laughs> why, you know, this is no skin off their nose to to drop that. Um, perks to them, though, to keep it. An argument one might make to keep it, and who knows where they're going to go with this. But if um, because Yahoo does provide some of the most detailed backlink, um, you know, numbers at least um, in their in their backlink reports. When, you know, the link colon you know www.reports. Um, they're at least getting the eyeballs of a lot of marketers all the time, so it does give them the opportunity. You know, they could through their site explorer interface and stuff market to us. Uh, market, you know, this, this new, you know, now it's Yahoo and Bing, so, you know, they, they could use this as a vehicle knowing that they're grabbing the eyeballs of marketers, so hopefully they, they won't, and they'll just start to utilize it better as a marketing tool to their perfect target audience for, for paid advertising, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I want to get a quick plug in here. I, I, I hope you guys don't mind, but my business partner, Alan Kinnick, has written a book called The Last Original Idea. And anyone who's in the Toronto area on November the 15th, not the wisest time to be in the Toronto area, I might add, because um, it's awfully cold, but Royal York Hotel, 5.30 p.m., going till uh, 8 or 8.30. Um, Alan Kinnick launching his new book, The Last Original Idea. Um, I'm going to be there. Lindsay Walker um, and Alan Connect, both both business partners of Digital Always Media, are going to be there. And if you're in the Toronto area, and I know a few of you listeners are, I really hope to see you there. Um, what else do we have on the agenda before we go to break? And coming back from break, we're going to have uh, Melissa Falk, SEO Aware, on. Um, Dave, do you have anything else out there you've seen the last week that we just got a job about? Um. You know what? Not particularly about that. There, there is something that's on my mind that I, I do have to mention, but uh, I'll be honest, it's more on a personal note. Um, and that is uh, my youngest. Turns 11. So, Cayman, happy birthday, little buddy. Is it his birthday today? It's his birthday today. He'll uh, be leaving school here in about an hour and going to lunch with his grandpa and, and then getting a bunch of Warhammer stuff. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And uh, happy birthday there. Hmm? Cayman was the uh, the little AdWords mogul a couple years ago, eh? You know that was that was telling. Good good guess. Um, but yeah, he, 50, he made, uh, he, he's he's still interested again. Now now he's wanting to launch affiliate sites now. But you know, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! 
Um, yes, they've been trained well. He's starting to uh, teach himself Flash now because to, to, he wants to be a video game designer when he grows up. So Apple didn't fall too far. He's just more creative than I am. Well, you know, for, for a birthday present, I think you should get him, if he's really into affiliate and affiliate marketing, I think you should get him um, tickets to AFCON 2010 happening in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida at, in early December. Um, anyone who's interested in affiliate marketing, actually, get thyself to Fort Lauderdale, Florida at the beginning of December. Um, I'm sorry, to Miami, Florida, to uh, uh, the Fairmont Resort at Miami, no less. Um, golf, sun, pool drinks and a hell of a lot of great information webmaster radio's own affiliate or afcon 2010 um check it out at afcon2010.com and i think we have to go to a commercial break at this point um we're going to be coming back with melissa fock um at seo aware talking about google places and the way that they've changed google serps in the in the last little while so friends this is jim hedger from digital always media and dave davies from beanstalk seo you're listening to webcology on webmasterradio.fm we'll be back after these messages sit tight and don't move webcology we'll be back after this short break the lower the temperature drops the closer you are to afcon 2010 miami Book a luxurious suite for AFCON 2010 Miami at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort and Club by logging on to bit.ly slash AFCON Miami. Escape the cold and embark to our winter oasis for affiliate marketers at AFCON 2010 Miami, December 8th through 10th. You can register now by going to AFCON2010.com. That's A-F-F-C-O-M-2010.com. Hi, this is Joel Kahn. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, October the 28th. We're at 17 minutes past the hour, and we are joined on Webcology by Melissa Falk, otherwise known as at SEO Aware. Um, Melissa has been a, well, she's been a long-term player in the SEO community. She has a thriving business uh, down in, um, believe it's in uh, uh, Clearwater, but I'm not positive. Um, Melissa, where the hell are you and welcome to Webcology. Hi, thank you. I am in Sarasota, Florida, about an hour south of Tampa. 
Well, it's uh, you're you're just across the peninsula from uh, Fort Lauderdale, where Webmaster Radio is. Um, you're actually going to be in Fort Lauderdale uh, early next week for the Blue Glass Conference, November second and third in Fort Lauderdale. I wish I could make it. Um, really wish I could make it, but it sounds like it's going to be a great time. It's going to be fun. It's always fun with them. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. You know, um, I, 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 I think I do owe you a bit of an apology. Um, during the uh, Blue Glass contest to see who would win all expense paid trips and tickets to, uh, to the Blue Glass conference, um, my team beat your team just by a nose, <laughs> by the slightest margin, and as it turns out, I can't go. Oh, well, I had already paid for a ticket. I, I was trying to win one for Joshua Titsworth, the guy that did the great video to win a trip to the last Blue Glass conference. <laughs> so it didn't work out, but, you know, it's okay. So, What was that nope. guy's name again? Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening. <laughs> we love you, I'm Joshua. sorry, Jonathan. I just can't help myself. I'm a bit sure. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, it'll be a fun trip. Okay, Melissa, I yep. saw a post you put up at, at the SEO Aware blog the other day, and I've actually I just posted a link to it in the Webmaster Radio chat room. Okay. Google major changes destroys search engine. You yep. seemed pretty ticked off about this. Um, what happened, and what are you angry about? I guess what irritates me is why did we all love Google in the first place? And, and it's no longer a search engine to me. I understand that they want to move towards a local search and, and they think it's wonderful and it's great. But I have tested, you know, their little local search out since you were able to start paying for tags. And those people are showing up above the other people. And so to me, what we're turning into is pay-per-click, paid Google places, and then you know, there's been talk of them offering SEO services. So if we have five organic spots left, when is it going to come to the point we have to pay Google to get in that top five? It's well, just well. it's just not a search engine to me any longer. It's kind of like Super Pages or Yelp. You know? Well, it actually, it, it, it rather appears that we do have to pay Google to get into the top five. Um, uh, yep. a, a placement, a Google Places tag, a full listing will will run you about twenty five dollars at Google, and right. it appears that those are the ones that are coming up first, regardless of the search string you put in. Um, yeah. If you put in a geographic modifier, obviously you'll get local search results. But I'm searching from San Diego right now and getting, you know, even on generic search results, getting very San Diego heavy um, SERPs. Right, and and I I understand that the local you know, when you travel to a conference and I'm looking for a restaurant, it's nice that I can see the local results and it's, it's okay. But it's like going overboard a little bit. I think that Google's forgotten that they are what we love them for was their clean search engine. You know, um, the seven pack that they had was fine. It wasn't too intrusive. It wasn't too messy. This new design to me is sloppy. I don't think it's user friendly. And I don't like it. And that's why, okay, so I said, finally, I'll go to Bing. And I really enjoy Bing. It's clean. It's clean. It's simple. Um, you know. Well, one of the nice things about Bing is it's everything Google used to be. And it's also remarkably easy to optimize for. Yes, it is. <laughs> you have to um, love it. As a matter of fact, 
as a matter of fact, if you follow the Google guidelines to the letter, you'll rank well on Bing. Yep. Yes. Um, and we've had no problem. Now that, you know, Yahoo is Bing, it's, you know, you're kind of covered. Um, and I think people underestimate Yahoo because with Verizon, for people that aren't real web savvy, when Verizon installs their internet, they automatically set up Yahoo for the homepage. So because that's a pretty large population, I've never wanted to ignore that, you know. So I think there's going to be a Google backlash, and I think people are fed up, and I think Eric Schmidt has some issues. Well, we can get to Eric and his issues in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> if, if, if you don't like Eric, just move. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll move. I have Eric's money to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier today, Jeff Quip from Search Engine People put up a uh, put up a post at the Search Engine People blog, um, mm -hmm. suggesting that uh, the change in the SERPs at Google are going to seriously damage the business of the Yellow Pages of Yelp of Home Stars and of other directories. Yes. What do you think about that? Is, is is Google moving into that space and taking ad revenue away from directories? I think that Google wants to take whatever they can take from anybody at this point. I, and I, I think they're losing focus. But I don't know, with the searches that I did last night, what disturbed me was below the local results, you had your five organic results. And the business sites were gone. And what I had were directories like Yelp. I had local directories below their 10. Um, or seven. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't really see, I'm, I'm more worried about the business owner at this point. Um, I don't know if it's going to take away from them. What I know is going to happen is if reviews matter, we're going to see a whole bunch of inflated fake reviews, which we see already. Oh, but, yeah. but it's going to go nuts at this point because now you've got that little number and stars and reviews right there. So Google's going to have yet another problem, which is, you know, not people like us, but people in this industry that are going to, you know, overrun that. So I don't know if it's going to take over other directories at this point. I'm thinking that the people are going to get smarter and, and may stop using Google more. I, I think they'll move over to Bing because they want to find what they want to find easy. They want something easy and clean to look at. And I just don't think this is easy and clean. At least it's not on Chrome. So I don't know. I've looked at the article. I've read it. I don't know if I think yellow pages have been a little, you know, dying on their own. I don't use them. I don't look at them. Um, so, I mean, of course, I put everybody in them, <laughs> but I don't use them. So I'm not sure how that will work. Now, you mentioned there an easier and cleaner um, look. Now, when I look at, say, uh, um, Jim had brought up Jeff, uh, Jeff Quip's article, which is, is a great example showing personal injury lawyer Toronto. I mean, he's he's mm -hmm. based out of Toronto, which has moved the map up to the top right, actually pushing the sponsored links down, which you'd find you know, counterintuitive, but of course it's now a big colorful thing drawing the eye to write about the, the, the links there. Um, and moving the organics albeit adjusted based on location, but moving the organic results up. And I find the same thing happening um, when I punch in, you know, from my city, Restaurant Victoria, B.C., with the, uh, with the map pushed up to the top right. Could it not be argued that that's actually a cleaner interaction rather than the only thing I'm seeing above the fold being this, you know, paid links and this great big colorful map with a bunch of dots on it um, and then some more paid links to, to the right? Could this not 
be argued that this could is actually a cleaner interface that may actually help some people trying to rank organically because the actual organic results are now above the fold instead of this great big map there for organic or for localized searches. Well, are you asking me that or Jim that or? <laughs> uh, you know, we can just put that out as a general statement if uh, if that works. When I looked at it, I actually viewed it as as a slightly um, cleaner, albeit um, weighted towards people who have. Um, their businesses registered and, and have some reviews and stuff and, and completely agree with the um, review aspect of things and the, the chaos that that could cause. But um, when I'm looking at this, I actually see an interface that I'm more prone to like because they pulled that map out and moved the organic results up. And I don't think my dad is aware that these things are augmented. I am, you are, we're all marketers, right? But And, and I'm sure all of our listeners are. But my dad and my grandma have no idea. They'd probably look at this, hey, the top one has 74 reviews. Thanks, Google, for letting me know that. Ken Angle, do you think it actually impacts the regular visitor the same way it impacts us because we know what's going on in the back end? Right. Yeah, and that's a good point. I don't know. To me, I just, um, even though before we had a map and we had the seven-pack there, it mm-hmm. was quick and simple. And right. now we're, we're definitely scrolling, especially when for my searches in my town, there were lots of results that I had to get past to see the organic. Now, I understand that for the common user, it might be useful. I just personally don't like it. Um, I, you know, and when I tried out Bing yesterday, and I have to admit, it's, I've done it for searches, but I've never just played with it for myself. I liked how it was. I thought it was cleaner. I actually tweeted a picture and was like, wow, this is clean. Um, so I don't know. I guess my big issue I understand what Google's trying to do, but I miss the fact that it's a search engine that is, you know, what it was, why we loved it in the first place. And my concern is, is are they doing all this for money? You know? You know, I, I think you, you touch on a really interesting topic that, that I think I'll follow down, although it's going to take me down a, you know, a slightly different topic here. Um, I think, you know, before heading down that route, I think you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, Google is a, they're an advertising and marketing company, right? I mean, they happen to provide organic results. Um, and so I think you're right. I think this is, is a cash grab. Um, you know, would I do the same? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's, you know, they got shareholders who are, who are knocking on their door going, we want more money. But I, I, I'm really interested with, I mean, you mentioned Bing. I remember when it launched, I've used it. Um, I've, I've written blog posts on it, but I'm interested to hear your feedback is what is it that you like about Bing? I do like it, and I think tagging themselves as a decision engine as opposed to a search engine was a really good idea on their part, but what is it that you're preferring in the in the organic results on Bing? I guess I still like the little, now they have like what we'd call a five-pack, I guess. I like the smaller map and my local results right there. They're not too big. They're still above the fold, you know. But I still yeah. have my org- my organic listings. But I really like the related searches and the search history. I think that's smart. It's clean. It's simple. What did I look at before? You know, I rarely forget what I searched for before. But mo- some people do. You know, they don't remember exactly what word they typed in. And I think it's a it's a nice little feature. And it's clean. And you know what? It reminds me of what Google used to be. <laughs> so <laughs> that might be why I like it. I also <laughs> like um, that they're tabbed. You know, they have web, they have a tab for web and local listings. I like the tab. Then I can look at all the local listings quickly and simply. You know, they have their sponsored listings there. But, you know, I see everybody else. Um, it's kind of, 
I, I like the tabbed feature much more than I like what Google's doing. Well, so. um, on that, we're going to have to leave it for a few minutes. We have to take a okay. break here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Um, Melissa, I hope you can stick around because when we come back, I want to talk about what we as SEOs can do to adjust to the new Google SERPs. There's a couple of articles, one uh, written by Ross Dunn, host of uh, SEO 101 over at the Stepforth blog, and mm -hmm. the other one that I mentioned over at Search Engine Watch that gives some tips on how to um, work with, um, or some of us could say spam the hell out of <laughs> Google search results. Right. Uh, get to that fun we gotta pay some bills here on webmaster radio so friends this is web college and webmaster radio this is jim hedger from digital always media dave davis from beanstalk seo stay tuned we'll be back after these messages sit tight and don't move webcology we'll be back after this short break How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. LPO, Landing Page Optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is kind of a special Webcology because we happen to have... First live show to come on Webmaster Radio after Google has made what uh, what I would say is the most significant change in its uh, search engine result pages in eons, in years. Uh, this, is, this is bigger than the one box. 
Um, for those just tuning in, we're talking about uh, Google's shift to uh, a much more local-centric search result um, through Google Places. And I know, I guess at, 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 at this point in the show, we're done, you know, explaining what's going on and complaining about it. I want to talk about what SEO should do to, you know, work with their clients to massage those, to massage those results back into the, um, well, what's effectively the top 10, which might now be the top 25. Um, and at that, I came across an excellent article uh, written by Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth.com and co-host of SEO 101 here on webmasterradio.fm. Just threw the link into the Webmaster Radio chat room. Um, for those who are listening on podcasts, just go to the Stepforth.com blog. You'll probably find it pretty quickly. Um, before I jump into some of the stuff that we might want to start doing as SEOs, um, both, I guess it's to Melissa and Dave, how does the advent of localized search results affect your national-based e-commerce clients? Uh, Melissa. Well, I don't know. One, one thing, and I discussed this with you earlier, that I'm noticing is even if I'm not looking for a local search, you know, or a result, Google's trying to give me one. Um, and that concerns me. If I'm looking for a certain watch or something I want for sale, I don't want something in Sarasota. You know, give me Amazon or give me something else. I don't know how, you know, how Google makes a change. You never know what's going to change. But I've been seeing lately that it's it's messing up my national results. So um, I don't know how it's going to affect them at this point. It, it, we just kind of have to watch Google and see, you know. But I'm hoping that the national results will remain strong. That that's my hope. Dave, what are you thinking? Um, well, I'm not with, with my funny. thoughts. During the commercial break, I took a glance, and it was it was one of my clients who had emailed me um, about this change this morning. So of course I I had to take a look in, um, and and their concern was, well, how do I switch it to, to national again? Right, like like somehow they were being penalized. Um, nationally, by having this, this this local like being advantaged locally, um, now I had to to calm them down to the best of my knowledge, which is it's it's not a <laughs> penalty nationally, it's just you know that you're being rewarded locally. Your business is registered there, but I mean that that uh, Melissa brings up a, a really good point is we don't really know. I mean this is to the best of my knowledge now and looking at their their global results now, yeah, there doesn't seem to be anything going on. But down the road, what is this gonna do? And I have to ask myself this as a marketer, how is this going to impact my clients? Are our rankings really completely out the window now? Like do you we there were good arguments for, you know, ranking reports can't be perfectly trusted and this and that. But is it really complete when I punch in buy shoes online, am I gonna get online retailers closer to me now? So like is it really that far gone? Um, so that concerns me as a marketer on one hand, but even more so, and I think this is where Google's really potentially could screw themselves if they don't tread really, really carefully here is, will it impact me as a searcher? Similarly, when I'm running searches, I'm kind of a global consumer, right? I, I don't really care where you are. The only reason I would care if you're, you know, in a different country than I am is if you're going to ship UPS and they're going to ding me with some huge fee crossing the border. By the way, that only applies, it appears, to people importing into Canada from the States. But, um, you know, that's the only, it's only the fees that really matter to me. I don't, other than that, I, I don't care. 
Um, and so you, you sort of hit that and go, well, uh, I don't want my results changed then. I, I want these same global results I had. I want to use my brain, figure out what my shipping charges are, and I want to shop the way I shop. I don't want Google telling me, oh, you want to you know, buy shoes online. Well, you must really want to buy shoes online from your, uh, you know, local, that, that guy two, two doors down from you. Well, no, I don't. If I did, I'd walk two doors down from me, right? <laughs> and I'd shop there. So hopefully we won't see that. If we did, I expect we're going to see a search market share backlash, and, and then we'll snap pretty, pretty quickly back to where we're going, because I don't think anybody, any searcher, um, would really be advantaged by that. Certainly not in this day and age of, of e-commerce. And, and agreed, I would rather see Amazon when I punch in buy a book title um, than see you know the, the, the shop just down the road. Um, they may be included, but I certainly want Amazon there so to, to provide that, that counterbalance of pricing and, and availability. I, agree. I, think, I think Google was, has been in a uh, strange position for the last couple of years. Um, and this, this might take a moment to, to get through, but Dave, you and I have talked to death about the rise of mobile search and mobile technologies. Mm-hmm. Um, the, our good friend Cindy Crum, uh, uh, host of um, Mobile Presence here on Webmaster Radio, um, the, the queen of, of mobile search, she must be loving this, just loving this. Um, search has been going local for the last couple of years. It started with personalization or started with localization um, on a state or provincial level, then it started moving to a, a civic level where your IP is from, where the site is registered. And now it's again seems to be moving to uh, Google mapping services, Google uh, places. Uh, $25 fee will get you a number one ranking. Don't forget that friends, Eric wants your money. Um, but as, as mobile devices are becoming more prominent, it feels like Google is just moving to where the search users are going naturally. And when you're doing a search on your mobile phone, you're looking for something instantly. You're not, you're not looking for general information. During the break, I did a uh, search, uh, the most general one I could think of for the area I'm sitting in. I typed in U.S. Constitution. And I came up with a very general search result. No localization whatsoever. Uh, mind you, I think it's very hard to, uh, to, 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 to do a local search unless, of course, the USS Constitution has, you know, purchased a Google Places. Um, but, but then again, that ship could be just about anywhere, anytime. Um, for SEOs, I think um, if you're dealing with a national brand or with an with a international e-commerce company... I'm wondering if we're going back to the days where we see footers, um, Atlanta shoes, Fort Lauderdale <laughs> shoes, Toronto shoes. Uh, you remember, remember those horrible footers that we used to see on pages that had geographic modifiers and they each would land to a geographic specific, each directed to a geographic specific landing page? Right, but they're I, still out there. <laughs> I oh, certainly indeed. never built I, one of we those. we may well see a hell of a lot more spam like that. Right, right. Well, here's an interesting search I did, and anybody who knows me can laugh at me on Twitter, but I Googled Star Wars T-shirts, and I got, <laughs> I got national, okay? But when I Googled T-shirts alone, I did get two national, and then I got all local in the map, which I find interesting. 
So I think it's all going to depend. But for all you Star Wars people, we're still going to be able to find our stuff. That's important. But yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's. I, I don't. I don't know, Jim. You know how I feel. I'm not thrilled with this. And, well, and I don't. It's going to affect people. You know, often as SEOs, we're not thrilled with changes at Google because that means we have to go in and, and rejig a lot of our work. We have to rethink a lot of our work. Although, let's face it, um, changes at Google do keep many of us in business. Right. Um, so what are we going to do? We're SEOs. We're faced with this problem. What do we do in the future? I, I don't know. You know, when you look at the Search Engine Watch article and the Step Forth article, I think anyone that's been in the game has been doing all of this anyway, which is why a lot of people are happy with their clients' results with the, the local search. But you have to know Google's going to change something. So I think you, know, you have to watch and monitor. But I think those two articles, if you combine the recommendations and you, weren't, you haven't been doing this for a while and you don't understand local search, that's a pretty good basic list to go by. You know What to do, how to do well, however... The question is, is if you do all this and you don't pay your $25 a month, where are you going to be? That's my question. So, well, it's, uh, it's, it's obviously worth paying the piper. Right, it is, and I agree. Um, certainly a good placement is worth $25 a month. Right. Um, but, although but, it is, again, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, it's rather offensive that Google's doing this. It, well, and, and let's just say, for many of us and our clients, they can afford the $25 a month. But let's take the small painter who was using Google Places as a website, which was great for Google to do that, you know, and that's, that was their main source of leads. Now, you know, everybody else starts paying their out. I, I understand that Google has to make money. I just think there's a lot of other more creative ways to make money than to do it this way. So, you know, let's, I think we're just going to have to... Let's take a look at some of the... Okay. I'm sorry. I want to take a look at some of the stuff that uh, Ross Dunn from Stepforth has recommended. We're down to the final 15 minutes of the show, so I want to dive into solutions. Okay. Um, number one thing he recommends is looking at reputation management. Reviews, especially local reviews, are going to become far more important. And Google Places um, does allow... Uh, for, for business customers, for consumers, to write reviews about specific businesses. So, as Ross said, and he, I think he's, he's dead on here, get out there, get your customers writing about you, um, give, them, give them incentive to write about you. Show them how to do it and where to do it. And as an SEO, show your clients how to get their customers to start writing about themselves. Um, all things being equal in search results, especially if you're paying 25 bucks for them, all things being equal in search results, it's going to come down to written marketing skills. While the meta tag description has little to no weight in Google's actual algorithm, it does tend to form the um, descriptive text or the pre that comes up underneath the, the blue link uh, search result. That's going to become a lot more important, especially if you find your... Um, national level search results push down to what's effectively position um, 11, 12, 13, which, which may well be on the front page now, but it's buried below the fold. Um, that meta description has to draw people to click on your link. Um, 
But now, Jen, let me ask you this question with the reputation management. Let's go back to that. We sure. know there's going to be a big increase in reviews, whether people are paying SEOs and search marketers to do it or they're getting their um, clients to do it. But the damage that is going to be caused by competitors going in and trashing another one is a lot more serious now than it was before. I mean, I get calls all the time. I got a negative review. What do I do? Well, now they're going to be a lot more obvious. And I think people need to think about that. We've got to, you know, how are we going to oh, handle no question. Yeah. No question, Melissa. And I think we're going to see a rise in um, review for higher businesses, much yep. like we yep. saw a rise in um, in in uh, link selling businesses um, three, four, five years ago. Right. Um, and it's a good question. How is Google going to verify uh, what is a real review, what is a bad review, how is a or what is a real review? What is a purchased or um, spammy review? Um, how, are businesses, are competing businesses going to start trashing each other in the review sections? And is that going to have an effect on how Google decides to rank one business against another? There might be 10 bookstores in, D in Dave's immediate neighborhood. Right. How is one bookstore going to be ranked against the other? Mm -hmm. Um are we going to see, uh, you know, am I going to be offshoring a uh, bunch of work that I now now think is necessary, much like I offshored a lot of link building in the past? Right. Um, if, if, if you're listening, Miley, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a whole host of questions that, 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 are, that are going to be risen, and there's going to be a whole host of, um, of ways people choose to deal with this. I'm... I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, Aaron Wall has to write about this at SEO Book. I'm sure there's going to be something in the in the next day or so. Um, once once he starts wrapping his immense brain around this, um, let's take a look at some of the other stuff that that Ross and John over at Search Engine Watch recommend. Um, using Google Site Links um, out of Webmaster Tools. You. Um, are able to um, review who's linking into you and block links that, that you don't feel comfortable with. It would seem to me that webmasters have to pay a lot more attention to this, especially if those uh, local links are going to be having uh, impact or an effect on local rankings. Um, find other ways to get uh, search results. You know, there's, there's still uh, Google's image search engine Mm-hmm. There's uh, all those review sites uh, listing at Yelp is not going to hurt you and will help you in the future, as, you know, provided that it's a real listing and not a spammy listing. Um, and also, you know, maybe start adding um, images to your Google Places result. Yep. I think uh, businesses like Universal Business Listings um, who go and deal with a lot of the, the um Google mapping issues and Google Google uh, places issues for you are going to seriously benefit from this. Um, so, you know, you might want to look at UBL or some of the other um, local based tools that are out there. Um, there's some of them are, and you might, if you're in Canada, you might want to look at uh, oh, I'm spacing. There's a great company based out of Montreal run by Admire. 
admire.com. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Michael, I'm spacing the name of your business right now. I didn't have it written down. Um, mind you, I didn't know we were talking about this until early this morning. Um, lastly, get local links. Get as many local links as possible. Um, Google is clearly focusing on uh, geographic recommendations. Get them. Hey, uh, both both Dave and Melissa, how's uh, how's Facebook? How's Twitter going to be affecting local listings? Uh, recommendations out of the social media. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll jump in here first, um, and I'll say as far as Google, just my guesstimate here. Um, as far as Google's concerned, um, I would say slim to none at this point. I mean, you know, six months from now, twelve months from now, I wouldn't have predicted this was going to be what was hitting me this week. So, um, you know, I mean, something may may change in that. Um, I would say right now, Facebook has enough to deal with with Bing. Um, we, I think, we touched on that a little bit last week, and in. in Bing augmenting their their results based on Facebook. So I'd say, as far as Google's concerned, I think they got their, I think they got themselves busy, probably in some exclusivity, but certainly just out of out of time that they'll have for for availability to, to work with Google to work that out. So um, I don't predict that in the immediate future, anyway. Uh, Melissa, any thoughts? Um, no, I, I I don't see how this. We'll have to see what Google does. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's it's right now. It's a watch and see. They've made this change, so we know there's got to be other changes. And until we play with it for a while, we're just we're going to have to just watch and monitor. I think. Well, you know, it's funny. the The most rational SEO advice whenever Google makes a significant algorithm change is don't panic. Watch and see. In this yeah. case, in this case, I'm going to be telling my customers, and I'm going to suggest to our listeners, don't panic, but take action immediately. Start boning up on local stuff. Start doing it now. Claim your local listings. Start tagging everything in uh, uh, in in Google Maps and uh, um, make sure that your Google uh, local your I'm sorry your Google Places listing is entirely filled out. Hours of operation, payment method, service area, um, uh, staffing, anything anything that Google has asked for. Make sure it gets in there. Um, and I'm going to suggest that actually Facebook recommendations are going to play a part in Google's ranking of, of local search. Because, Dave, through your Facebook profile, I know exactly who you are, where you live. Melissa, I know exactly who you are, where you live because of Facebook, mm -hmm. um, assuming I'm Google. Same with Twitter. Know exactly who you are and where, and where you're based. Um, and I really think that uh, social recommendations, especially um, if I'm saying go eat at um, Frank's Pizzeria down the road, I think it's going to have a huge effect. Um, if I can get 50 tweets from a local area to Frank's Pizzeria, I think Frank is going to do much better than um, Jose's Pizzeria if Jose only has 10 uh, Facebook or tweet recommendations. Yeah, and all of this Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll watch and see. You know? We'll uh, watch and see. Sorry, Melissa? We'll we'll have to just watch and see. I mean, I'm I'm a big watch and monitor girl. <laughs> um, I do think any visibility is is good for business. If you're getting fifty tweets, more people are gonna see you one way or another. So 
and maybe Google will start taking those and using them um, and integrate the real-time search. Who knows? We'll just have to see. But one thing I wanted to say, if I can stick this in here, um, as an industry, I think we need to really help educate the business owners on hiring people that, you know, if you're hiring someone to do your local search that actually knows what they're doing. Everybody and their mother says, I know how to do local search today. And we all look at it and see it's a mess. Um, now that it is so critical, we all need to be educating business owners. If you're going to go into the local search game, which you have to now, you have to hire qualified people. I, you know, as you know, all, how many things do we all fix for people all the time? And this is going to be another one. People are going to hire people who will give them like 50 reviews in a day. Well, what's Google going to do with that? You know, so I think now that this is such a critical part, we need to be educating as much as we can. Okay, you know what? This show is so interesting that um, Studio has said, keep rolling, guys, keep rolling, guys, keep going. Um, it's funny because we schedule these shows to go for, for exactly an hour. Um, I'm curious at, at some of the stuff that people in the chat room are saying. Um, Thos003 said, glad I caught this local wave before it was huge, which... Uh, you know, reminds me of another Google product that they rolled out called Google Wave. Um, yes, we see you, Thoughts. Um, is this, could this be another one of those um, shotguns full of spaghetti that Google throws up at the wall, sees if it sticks, and if it doesn't stick, they go all Orchid on it and start ignoring it? I'm hoping so. <laughs> I mean, take the, if they... Watch this, monitor, see what's working, what isn't, give us a better version. Maybe I'll be happier. But, you know, I just did a search, and there's only two organic listings at the bottom. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know they test, and they test, and they test. So maybe this is one of those, I'm afraid, that will end up that way. But we never know. Yeah. Google's so much smarter than we are, so... <laughs> <laughs> if you're well, listening, well, Maya, you know, she did say that. that. That's the advantage we'll just of having more change data our names God. and move and do whatever they tell us and say where it goes. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll just see what happens. Well, one of the one of the good things for SEOs uh, here is um, we make a lot of money doing cleanup work. I think that uh, as Dave, you were saying earlier, you were talking to a former client who. You see as number three in the listings. They see themselves as number one in the listings. Um, the way I see it, the listings are really uh, uh, very fluid right now. Um, I got a feeling that a number of our old clients are going to be getting in contact with us again and either saying, please help me, or, hey, dude, what have you done to my site? <laughs> I tried it was my master plan. You left a couple months ago. Um <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, I mean, it's it's a very very good point. Um, I think there's a lot that we have to monitor. I mean, you know that um, you know due to comment and, and review spamming, um, Google's going to come in on that. I mean, that was a good point. I know um, resellerratings.com. I mean, because I've been optimizing for um, shopping engines, and I'm sure a lot of our our listeners have as well. Um, for, for, for months and years now, we're all accustomed to reviews. As soon as the shopping results became part of the, the organic results for, for specific 
types of phrases. I mean, the, the idea of reviews headed onto everybody's radar. Um, one of the main sites for, for one of my clients for reviews was resellerratings.com. Well, whether Google adopts sort of one of their systems, I mean, for them, you need to say who you are, you need to put in your invoice number, you need to put in, like, if they go, okay, and if you enter this, your review is more equal. I mean, that's, I mean, I love this review site. I think it's a great idea, really hard to game, certainly on a massive scale. Um, so from that aspect, I think, uh, I think there's some tweaks that Google could do. I think, you know, like anything Google does, we're going to see a little bit of chaos early on. They're going to collect in a bunch of user data. They're going to see it does this help or hinder. Um, you know, and then, and then off we go, it, very much like Google Instant or something like that, where they'll adapt, um, and they're still adapting for that one. Um, they'll adapt to all of this, and if it doesn't work out, we'll see it fade. But I think either way, elements of this are going to carry forward because there's some things, whether you love it or hate it, there's some elements of it that are better. I may not love everything that's there in the organic results, but I like that they move the map to the right. right? I like that. So will they start to adopt certain elements and, and, and can others or you know these sorts of things? That we will have to wait and see. But I think there's, there's ways that they can tweak the way it's being done that'll, that'll help them significantly. Uh, and there's certain elements of it that are sort of undeniably beneficial on a massive scale, which elements their data and, and user, uh, user feedback will, will tell them. But um, there's a lot going on. Some of it's got to be good. Do you guys think this will actually, I mean, Melissa, um, in your post, uh, you said this has made you a Bing user. Yeah. Is this, is this going to be good for Bing? Is this going to be good for, hey, 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 Barry Diller, if you're listening, and I know you love our show, um, is this going to be good for uh, also rands like Ask.com, who are really are still in the game, just don't know what game they're playing? Is this going to redefine the uh, search space for the competitors? I think that there's people are starting to use Bing more out of pure irritation with Google as a whole. Um, is it our industry that's kind of switching? I don't know. Um, I think if we have a few more idiotic statements by Eric Schmidt, you're going <laughs> you're, you're to see a backlash nationally. This comment that he made that was on CNN about we can move, you know, this is – People in America are not real forgiving. So CNN's talking about it. People are talking about things he's saying on the TV. You know, he needs to be careful. If Google cannot give people what they're looking for and they make it too difficult, then people are going to go to Bing. Because mm -hmm. we all know that web users tend to be, you know, they want to find it faster, they're gone. Um, Bing's maps kick Google's map, maps butt. I mean, it's just pathetic. I, if I need a map, I go to Bing. Um, so if they're going to provide a better service, then eventually it's going to hurt them. Obviously, you know, people don't use Bing nearly as much as they do Google. So it's something we'll have to see. I think it's going to be a combination of reputation management offline for Google that will send people. And then, you know, how the search engine functions. That's what's going to determine if people are going to use Bing. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But... I would like it if Google could maybe mimic Bing's local tab. <laughs> I think that's in, that's intelligent. It's user friendly and it's quick. But well, on 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 the point of Eric Schmidt, I got uh, you know two words for him. Mellow out, dude. It's called Prop 19. Really, 
think before you speak. Um, and, you know, perhaps Prop 19 will help you out here a little bit, my friend. Um, yeah, I mean, this is Eric. Well, if this the, is what the, the, the arrogance and is what's so annoying. Yeah, and if this is what he says to the public, God knows what he's saying behind the scenes. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm like shocked, like mouth dropping open shocked. Um, Google was a beautiful thing. We loved it. You know, don't mess it up by making stupid statements and giving me things I can't use. You know, so. Um, gee, you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't have made that Prop 19 joke. Now I'm told we only have three minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, friends, we, we're, we're down to our last three minutes. Um, I want to, uh, well, I want to jump back to the chat room really quickly because there was a, a <laughs> Safri up in, uh, up in Waterloo, or I think Waterloo, somewhere around there. Um, She's suggesting that the uh, PPC and uh, local search are going to be up in Guelph. Thank you. Are going to be, um, you know, they're separate. They're different. Um, local search is, you know, I guess in the realm of the SEO. PPC is in the realm of the PPC experts. <sighs> um, what is, uh, are the, is there going to be more crossover? We see Google going into paid, what's essentially paid listings. Is there going to be more crossover between PPC and Google Places? As far as them taking money, you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all I see right now is Google wants money, more and more money. So we'll have to see. But, you know, there's already ads. I, I think most SEOs have had to learn the PPC game nowadays. So we're kind of all, you know, learning. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? <laughs> Um, you know what, I tend to um, believe they will, but it, it's more on the tangent of what you're talking about. There's, there's so much bleed over. Organic SEOs using PPC for testing keywords, right? PPC uh, managers having to pay attention because their clients are asking them and going, well, here, how do I get on this map? Well, it's a, it's a paid thing. So there is just so much crossover now. Um, you know, in data out saying if you rank organically, then ranking on the PPC can help your, your click-through rates organically. And, and this sort of thing, there's, there's just such a bleed over that I think it's just inevitable that while you can't be an expert at everything, you need to know. So I, I could definitely see PPC managers. While I'm in there giving Google my money anyway, let's give them this money as well. Um, and just including that as part of their paid Google campaign because it is part of the paid Google campaign. Okay, last thing before we before we got to go, um, and it was a great point that was brought up by Jake SEO. Conversion rates is, uh, you know, now that we have these big whack of listings off on the left-hand side, what's going to happen to uh, click-through rates over on the uh, right-hand side? <laughs> um, I, I'm happy to, to jump in on that one just with my initial thoughts. I think it's going to depend on the phrase. Um, because when you've drawn my eye over with a great big map um, over there, I mean, this is, this is a game-changing kind of element, right? I mean, before, the PPC ads, they were, they were tucked right up to the top, but there was nothing really drawing the eye. Um, now, all of a sudden, we've got this great big colorful map drawing my eye over to the top right, and then, and then there's some ads right below it. So I can't even predict if my eye's being drawn there, would I be more prone to click on a map or did it draw my eye? I went, oh, I don't know a map. And then on my way back to the organic, my eye drops down into the, into the, the paid results. 
I have no idea how that's going to land, but I, I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see what does happen over, over the coming weeks. Yeah. It's going to be a monitor yeah. watch. So. Well, I got, I got to agree with you, Dave. Um, friends, I want to keep on going, but, you know, the, one of the things about radio is we have this thing called the tyranny of time, and time's up. We're done here on... Uh, we're done here on Webcology, but this conversation is not done. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox is coming up at 4 p.m. here on webmasterradio.fm. And if, if anyone listening knows Vanessa Fox, um, well, she was the driving force behind Google Webmaster Tools. If anybody has a, um, has a good take on what's happening at Google, it's definitely Vanessa. So 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific. Check out Office Hours. You know they're going to be talking about Google Places. Um, Melissa Falk from SEO Aware, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thanks for having uh, me. Well, absolutely. Uh, Dave th Dave from Beanstalk SEO, it's been a fun show. And friends, you've been listening to uh, Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It's Thursday the 28th. You can always hear Webmaster uh, Webcology on Webmaster Radio at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Thursdays. You can uh, listen to us on iTunes Radio. You can pick up the podcast in the Webmaster Radio Archives or at iTunes or any other fine podcast and distribution service. Stay tuned to webmasterradio.fm, folks. We have great programming coming up after these messages. Mm -hmm.